0: yes hello welcome once again guys to the young entrepreneur mindset podcast i am your host angel and i'm thrilled and honored and blessed and super excited to be here once again on a thursday evening happy saint patty day happy saint patrick's day to all of you out there i hope you're wearing green because guess what i'm not wearing green because that's not my podcast colors but anyways i hope you guys are being safe out there having a great time if you're watching this live please subscribe to my youtube channel please please i appreciate your support you know youtube is not easy it's not easy but we gotta keep trying and keep trying until we make it happen all right so folks if you're watching this on facebook live go ahead and share write a comment uh send me a friend request i'd be glad to connect with you as well talk about your brand talk about your business uh you know be all up in your business and whatnot hey that's great man as an entrepreneur you know we have to be all about our business be all about uh uh, communicating with our, our community, entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, all, all types of, of people, no matter what your background is, no matter what your color, I want you to be a part of this platform as well. So guys, thank you once again for tuning in. If you're listening to this audio download, uh, they're going to be available on all the platforms that you can see there on the screen, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify and whatnot. So shortly after today's live uh, concludes, I will have that audio link available. We can click on it and you can listen to your car while you're traveling and whatnot. So, guys, thank you again for being here. I'm super honored to have a special guest today. His name is Jude Charles, okay? And he's from Boca Raton, all right? So, Boca is in the house, South Florida. And Jude has an amazing story uh, from when he started very young and what he's doing now. I I believe that he's living the dream job. I mean, he loves what he does. He travels all over the world. He's worked with some great uh, companies, you know, such as Google. I've even seen uh, the Steve Harvey team, and I'm excited for him to share uh, some of the stories that he has uh, to share with some great people that he's worked with. Now, our title is going to be about how to leverage the power of storytelling. He's going to give you all the details. As a young kid, he was always inspired by TV shows and whatnot, and he just li- he's just living a dream. And that's why I- I'm so proud and honored that he's giving us this little space, you know, 30, 45 minutes that he's going to be sharing his story, how he got into what he's doing now, who talked him into it, and how he all got started. So, guys, without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome Mr. Jude Charles. How are you doing, sir?
1: Angel, I am doing well. Thank you for having me on the show tonight. Um, yeah, definitely man. looking forward to to sharing more about storytelling and sharing uh, my journey through building a company uh yeah. 17 years old from the ground up so yeah looking forward to
0: it Talking about young entrepreneur huh started really really young now let's go ahead and get right to you uh, because um first of all you know thank you again for being here i know uh busy schedule like you said uh before we connected you've been you know doing your business and we're not uh, working with you know a team and working with the roadmap trying to get you know get more business one and help other people uh do you know bringing their their story their craft to life i think it's it's awesome that's why I think the most important about this podcast and why I created it was to hear about people's story. I think we all have a story one way or another, whether it's the Steve Harvey's of the world, Oprah Winfrey's, uh, Tom Hanks. You know, everyone has a story to tell. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I think that if if someone has that base and they know how to tell that story, you will I think you will be uh, financially free. For the rest of your life, because if you could if you could tell that story and it could impact millions of lives, like a lot of people that we know that are famous and whatnot, that tell the stories, even the ones that are not famous, that still have a story to tell, uh, overcoming abuse, overcoming addiction. And I've had those type of guests on my show. I think that's the most important thing that I get out, at least me. I don't know how how you feel, but I I personally love to hear people's story. Now, some people, they they hide some stuff. They want to, you know, they're not too raw about it but i like those ones that are just raw <laughs> how about you what's your experience with that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I love raw stories too because i think what it shows me is that you're a human being just like i am right yeah man. i think um for me growing up the stories that i was most motivated by were people that you know they didn't have everything they did, they had to struggle Yeah. To make ends meet. But they did it right. Like one of my favorite movies is Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yeah. And in Pursuit of Happiness, you know, the guy is and it's a true story. And he's Mm -hmm. he's just trying to make ends meet to take care of himself and his son. Right. those are the stories that inspire me, not because I came from a background where I had to struggle. But, you know, my parents came from Haiti. My parents came from Haiti, which is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Okay. And they came, they moved to the United States to give us a better life. Um, we weren't poor. We didn't. We weren't rich, but we weren't poor either. And I. Okay. But I saw how hard they worked to make a life for us, and that's why stories like that are meaningful to me because it's not yeah. easy. Life is not easy, but if you are willing to. Take the next step have the courage to take the next step, you'll be able to succeed. And so, yeah, those are the stories that I love to hear.
0: Okay. That's awesome. Yes. That's, um, I had a guest not too long ago. His name is Dejean Talks. He's actually from South Florida. He's Haitian. He's uh, He was on my podcast uh, back in December and he as a youngster, he has an amazing story. I mean, if, if you look up my my podcast, I'm going to send you the link so you can see and hear his story. His name is Dejean Talks and I follow him on social media. He has an amazing, amazing story. But Jude, um, so I I cause I see here as a kid, you can remember your dad watching TV shows. Let, let's start there. You're watching NYPD yeah. Blue, Nash Bridges. And so what what inspired you there with that?
1: Yeah, so I would watch one of my favorite shows of watching with my dad was actually a show called Cops. And it came on Saturday oh. night. And um we used to watch you NYPD know, Blue and all these other shows, but Cops was really fun because it was one of the first reality shows, quote unquote. Um, but it would be Saturday night it would be the only time that i could live i could be awake at night watching <laughs> these shows with him and what inspired me was was being a detective i think Ooh. growing up i always wanted to be a cop and i always specifically wanted to be a detective because i wanted to see like when you see them looking at different clues and trying to figure out why did this person commit the crime like it's so fascinating putting the pieces to the puzzle together i didn't end up becoming a cop but because of that journey early on in my life, it helped me understand how to tell stories and more specifically how to bring stories to life for other people. Today, 15 years in business, what I do is I help entrepreneurs bring their story to life through documentaries. So if you think of like, um, like we talked about Steve Harvey or Google, what I'm creating for them are documentaries of their story, showing what's happening in their real lives. Um, I'm only able to do that because of what I saw growing up or yeah. what I watched on TV growing up with my dad is the detectives and how they uncover the truth. I'm always looking to uncover that truth.
0: Oh, OK. OK.
1: Now, you you um, you have a story about
0: your high school teacher <laughs> yeah. that real quick. I read about that.
1: Mrs. Donnelly um, was my high school TV production teacher. I was 17 years old in her classroom when on May 4th, 2006, Mrs. Donnelly pulled me to the front of her classroom and she said, Jude, you're really, really talented at video production. You should start a business. I was like, start a business? What do you mean? Like ask people to pay me money? She was like, yeah, you're really talented. Well, I'm the youngest of 10 children. My father was a construction worker. My mother worked at a chair factory. And no one else in my family were entrepreneurs. But on the following day, May 5th, 2006, Mrs. Donnelly came into the classroom with a yellow envelope. She handed the yellow envelope to me. And I'm like, what is this? She said, look inside. And inside of the yellow envelope was my first set of business cards. Believe it or not, business cards. And I still have one. My teacher gave it to me. I still have one to this day. Wow. That I keep with me in my office. Um. But yeah, it's the first set of business cards. I kept only one. It's not the full yeah. set. I kept one. That's amazing. And, um, yeah, that was 2006. I was 17 years old. And that's literally how I got started in business. I was naive enough to think that all I needed <laughs> was business cards to get started, to ask people to pay me money. But that's, that's how I got started.
0: That's how you got started. Imagine your teacher. Now imagine a 17-year-old. You know, even I think I've gotten advice about doing stuff that we're like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's not for me. But you actually heard the advice. It didn't go in one ear, it came out the other. It actually came in one ear, it sunk in, and -hmm. you made it happen. So what happened next after that?
1: Yeah, so after that, I started asking people to hire me to film their birthday parties, their weddings, just anything that I could film, I was looking to film it. But if I'm honest, I struggled the first five years because I could barely make $20,000 a year. Of course. Um, I didn't know how to do marketing. I didn't know how to do sales. And so, and I didn't know the more important thing. I didn't know how to charge for what I was worth. I was charging like $100, $200 at the time. (laughs) And that wasn't enough to pay the bills. Um, (laughs) And so first five years, I struggled and struggled. And up until that five-year mark where I got to a point, I was like, you know what? I just, I'm just going to give this up. I sat on the edge of my bed, and I was just like, all right. I, I gave this a good five-year run. And then I heard the sounds of chains hitting the floor. And when I heard the sounds of chains hitting the floor, I was like, oh, this is not happening again. I ran outside to look at what was happening. And what it was was a tow truck driver coming to repossess my car oh my God. for the second time in eight months. And so of course he had a job to do. He took the car. I came back in and about 30 minutes as I was sitting on the edge of my bed thinking of quitting, I got a call from a client I had been working with. Her name is Keisha Dior. And Keisha and I had been filming her documentary of her building her business from the ground up. She was starting a cosmetic business selling lipsticks. So blue, purple, green lipstick, which would go great today with St. St. Patty's day. right? Exactly. Green lipstick. Um. And she she called me in excitement. I pick up the phone and she's like, Jude, Jude, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. I'm like, what happened, Keisha? She's like, I just got off the phone with my accountant and and he just told me we crossed over the seven figure mark. She had made a million dollars from a documentary that I had created for her what? and from using social media. she had create, She had been able to generate one million dollars in her business. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. This is happening right now. I'm struggling to make 20000 She's made $1 million. I went back and thought about why she was able to make the million dollars. Mm-hmm. A big part of it was the marketing. Mm. And she, every day, Keisha woke up. She was marketing herself on Twitter because that's all she used at the time. And then we launched a documentary on YouTube. And it gave me a blueprint as to how to go back and market myself. Tell my own story. I wasn't telling my story, Angel. I was just helping my clients tell their story, but I wasn't telling my own story. Wow. And that is what helped me begin to really make money in my business, where now, 15 years later, I'm able to sit and speak with you, and I never gave up. I never quit on the business.
0: Wow. That's amazing, Ju. Now, mind you, that when you started, like you said, you you didn't know what you were charging because you didn't know the theme. But on top of that, we're talking about what, 2006, 2007?
1: between 2006 and 2011 the first five years yeah
0: okay because even even the platforms that we have now i believe if facebook wasn't you know around yet to like 2007 2008 mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and and you know there's a lot of social media so on top of that like someone maybe they're starting what to do what you're doing now of course they have all the tools you know you right. had one tool and you probably had this faith you know what i'm saying <laughs> You Had your camcorder, maybe? Did you have one of those camcorders or something? I had a
1: camcorder that actually still recorded on tape at the time, it wasn't even you like see? digital cards today, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And then you had a tra- you had to transition that into digital, yep. So there's another yep. process there. See, a lot Which of people know, I process, know about that, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> Yep, I was using thing. little DV tapes at the time, and you had you would have to put it into a DV uh player. And then that would be connected to your computer and you would have to wait for the whole thing to get onto the computer. Now you just do that in minutes, but it's minutes, man. Yeah. But Before it was like you literally had to wait for each tape to
0: play all the way out. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's amazing, man. See that, that that's those are the ones I, I believe that when you start like that, you, you really now where you are today is like, wow, you appreciate you, you appreciate, oh, you yeah. appreciate your, your craft today.
1: Yeah, definitely appreciate it more.
0: Absolutely. So today, let's talk about you, Charles. Today. So what what are you doing? Who have you worked with recently? If you could share anything like that, and you know, what is how does someone leverage? Because that's you know something I saw in in the emails. Like that's a good topic. How to leverage the power of storytelling. So what's your advice
1: on that? Yeah. So today, I work with entrepreneurs, and I help them craft their stories and bring their stories to life. What that means is that I document them every single day in their business. So let's take two different projects as an example. Stefan Georgi is a copywriter. And you hear me say that this is a person that writes words for a living. He writes words to help people sell whatever it is that they're looking to sell product or business. And you hear that and it's like, oh, that, that sounds boring. Like, how do you make that interesting? Exactly. Well... With Stefan, I didn't just document him writing words. I documented who he was as a father. I documented who he was as a husband, right? He has a very great story about how he became a copywriter where his dad had just passed away, and he was just looking to get a break. He flew to Vegas from Florida. He flew to Vegas, and that is where he met his now wife. Well, his wife at the time was doing copywriting. She's the one that told him about it. He ends up getting into copywriting, becomes really successful. And that's where he is today. But it happened with that day, that moment where his father passed away. I'm working with another client. Her name is Darnell Jervy Harmon. And Darnielle is a business coach from Delaware. And in Darnielle's story, we talk about how like, um, you know, growing up, she, well, before she even was born, the doctor told her mother, that if this child is born, this child is going to have issues because her mother didn't even know she was pregnant and her mother was taking drugs at the time. Ooh, okay. Mother still decided to go through with the birth and today Darnielle doesn't have any issues at all whatsoever. And so those are kind of stories that we tell through these documentaries that we're documenting them living out real life today. We're documenting the way that they work with their clients, but we're also telling their true, personal, authentic story. And how do you leverage storytelling the power of storytelling in that way is that people start to connect with who you are more than the thing that you do Mm -hmm. you know me angel as the person that does video production but as i tell you the stories of miss donnelly giving me my first set of business cards or i tell you the story of my car being repossessed you now learn and 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 know more about me in a different way that allows us to connect right you're more interested in my story it's not about just video production it's about wow, this story helps me to understand Jude better or this story helps me to understand Angel better. Absolutely, That is the power of storytelling because then you're not just telling a story just to tell a story. You're telling a story so that when someone says, Angel, why should I work with you? Versus any and every other option available to me, it's your story. The one thing that nobody else can can copy or duplicate is going to be the story that is going to help them connect with you and say, I have to work with you. Not just I want to work with you. I have to work with you. And that is the power of storytelling. That's why I come on podcasts and talk about it all the time. Yeah. Story is just all about a very specific moment in time. And if you take me through that story, that'll help me connect with you in a deeper emotional way.
0: Okay. That makes sense. And so, um, so that's pretty much the process, you getting to know someone, right? You have to spend some time with them. pretty much is what, what their daily lives is like and whatnot, just so you have a feeling what you're yeah, not- so I-
1: I go through a process I call road mapping. And in road mapping, that is where I do three things. I first think about who they are. What are they about? What do they stand for? I call that dramatic clarity. So let's get really clear on who you are, what you stand for, why you're in the business you're in, and why you want to grow the business. Let's get really clear about that. Okay. Then when we get really clear about who you are, what you stand for, your core values, I look at dramatic demonstration. So dramatic demonstration is not just telling the story. Let's show the story so that people will believe it. Hearing something said 1,000 times is not as powerful Mm -hmm. as seeing it once for yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you see it, you'll believe it, right? We've all heard that before, seeing is believing. Yeah. Well, I look at in dramatic demonstration, how do we bring that to life? How do we show, not just tell you that, I'm an entrepreneur who started at 17. How do I show you yeah. the very first set of business cards that Ms. Donnelly got me? How do I show you that, right? Mm-hmm. Bring it to life in a dramatic way. And then dramatic leverage is we look at not just like you're going to post this, right? You're posting this on, on live right now. And then you're going to post it on on um you know Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all these other platforms. Yeah. Well, how do we make sure people hear the stories we're telling or see the stories that we're telling dramatic leverage, right? You make sure to share it with as many people as possible. Over time, that creates capital leverage, which then creates lateral leverage that then creates dramatic leverage. The point is you go from getting really clear about what your story is. Yeah. Documenting it and bringing it to life to then sharing it with the world. And that helps you to take you to new heights. I'll give you an example of the way that I do it in my business. I just released a book that is called Dramatic Demonstration. It walks people through the roadmap of how to create this for themselves. Okay. For the audio book, at this point, I've been featured on almost 70, it might be 75 different podcasts at this point. When the audio book came out, I had been featured on 50 different podcasts. And what I did with the audio book is I said, you know what, I'm not just going to read this book. I'm going to take some of the segments from podcasts I've been featured on and include it in the audio book so that it's the same concepts that I'm teaching in the book. Now you're hearing a conversation that I'm having with someone else about the concept. Uh So now you understand it better, but that's me leveraging these interviews that I've had. I'm not just saying, Oh, Hey, check me out on this interview on my social media. Now I'm putting it into an audio book. I'm putting it into a presentation, Mm -hmm. right? A dramatic demonstration of my expertise That now gets shared with many more people, even if they've never listened to any of the other podcasts. Exactly. That's what dramatic leverage is, is you look at what do you already have in your hands and how do I create a presentation out of it that makes people, they they understand what they'll learn from this and why they should do business with me. That's the entire process of road mapping. But that's what I walk through with my clients before I ever come in and press record. I'm going through that whole entire process. To make okay. sure I understand, yes, I want to understand what their life is like, but I also want to understand when we finish this, how are you going to make sure to share it with the right people so that everyone is seeing it?
0: Of course. Market it. Yeah. Market it. Yep. yep. Okay. And and what's the time frame Like, I mean, maybe it depends on the person as well, their story. It depends and
1: on the stuff. person, the project. I'm working on a project now we've been filming for the last year. We'll probably wrap oh, wow. up in the next three to six months. But every project starts at the very least 90 days. That's the very least where it gives me enough time to document what's happening in your okay. business and your family life, then to edit it. And then my team edits it. And then we put it out to the world. It takes about the very least 90 days. At okay. the most, I've worked on a project for, I think, two years, maybe three years at a time. Um, but it's just all about the story. What are we documenting? Is there, do yeah. we need extra time to document this story and to bring it to life? The story I've been documenting for the last year is a client, Darnielle, we're on our second docu-series now, and she has this mission to help her clients move to millions. Mm. Well, it takes a full year for a client to move to millions. Sometimes it takes longer. So we have four different clients we're following, seeing how they're building their businesses, um, not from the ground up. Some of them have been in business for a while, but what is Darnielle doing with them to help them get to this million-dollar mark? Will they get to the million-dollar mark? That is the question we look to answer throughout the documentary. So it takes a little bit longer to film that. But every story just depends on the story. Every documentary, it might take yeah. three months, might take six months. It just depends okay. on the project. Yeah.
0: So how about someone that maybe has a question uh, as far as like budget wise, like wh- what can someone expect for, you know, financially, you know, because, of course, it's an investment that they have to put as well
1: to make, yeah. you know
0: make it happen so what, what
1: can yeah. you say about that yeah so road mapping itself as of today i charge seventeen thousand dollars for road mapping it's from road mapping that we decide how much the project is going to cost because like i just went from three months to maybe two years it depends right so i won't know how much the project costs until we go through road mapping right but that's why i also put out the book so there's two things about the book the book is available at for free well not for free sorry the, the audio book is available for free on spotify okay but the book Let's say you listen to the audiobook and you're like, no, I want to implement the things that I'm learning from this. And I really want to go deep with this. Then you go get the book and you purchase the book. And after you purchase the book, then you can decide, let's say you don't have the money to do a full road mapping. That's where the book will help you. Oh, okay. it right? will help you and walk you through because there's questions inside of the book. Um, the same process I walk through with my clients, I walk right. through it with you. I take you behind the scenes of three different projects that I did. Um, Danielle and Stefan are two of them. And I walk you through how I did it with them so that you can learn how to do it for yourself as well. The okay. same questions I asked them in roadmapping are in the book. And okay. so, um, there's something for everyone. If you're just starting out, you're, you are a year in, you may not have a big budget to work on a video project. Of course. I would, I would you. encourage you to go get the book. Um, of course I would love to bring your story to your life, but I don't work with a lot of clients throughout the year. I only work with five a year. I was yeah, going to say so,
0: because that's time consuming. You're, yeah.
1: Your craft yeah. is time consuming. Yeah. So that's why I make sure I've made sure I started writing the book in 2020 and I released it um, 2022. And that's why I've made sure that's available so that, again, you may not know who Drew Charles is. I'm not a big time filmmaker like Spike Lee or Martin <laughs> Scorsese. Yeah. But that's why I made the audiobook available for free. The audiobook, the first three chapters are available for free exclusively on Spotify and you could get it there. From there, if you want to read the actual book so that you can actually do the work, I would encourage you to get the book, yeah. the actual physical book. And then, um, you know, from there, if we de- if you decide that you really want to work with me, please reach out. There's ways to do that in the yeah, as well, yeah.
0: absolutely. And that's your website there. I have it there on the screen. Yep. yep. So that's and it is .co. It's not .com because I'm here right. at the website. So <laughs> that is his website there. Well, yep. you say like you know, you, if someone says, "Oh, wow, you charge that much?" as well, like you just mentioned, Spike Lee. I mean, you someone like, okay, go ask Spike Lee how much he's gonna charge you to do a story to Be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna charge you by by the hour." You you probably flip out,
1: right? But exactly. anyways,
0: um, but no, that's that's great. So, what um, like what what can you let's say someone that's watching this right now, even whether it's live or pre recorded somewhere down the line. And as someone that wants to do video production, well, I, I know some friends within the Orlando area here that that do what you do. What advice mm-hmm. can you give them as far as like maybe they're they're struggling to get those, just to get those clients? Like they know what how to do the work, they have the tools, right? And now they have you know the millennials that are doing it now they have all these social media platforms like we mentioned before. But yeah. what 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 it says like they want to get that build that client like and they're struggling. What, what advice can you give them?
1: The best advice that I can give them is to ask for help. So in the beginning, I mentioned that I struggled the first five years in business. And the main reason for that is because I didn't ask for help. Ah. Okay. How do you ask for help? Let's say you don't have a big budget and you need to ask for help. The best way to get a mentor, in my opinion, is through reading a book. Mm. Right? Book is $15, $20, probably sometimes less than that. If you go on Kindle, it's less, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend first getting a book. One of the books I always love to recommend is uh, E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. Ooh. That book teaches you the foundation. It teaches you the business side of anything. It, the story in the book is about a person that's a baker, a woman that runs a bakery. But really, it can be applied to anything that you do. If you're a filmmaker, if you're a photographer, if you're a graphic designer, I would recommend emyth. Other books that I would recommend, sometimes just autobiographies of other entrepreneurs. Elon Musk has a great autobiography or Steve Jobs has a great autobiography. Um, Learning how these people got started and what they did in the beginning to get clients sometimes will help you come up with creative, creative ideas and creative ways to get clients. So that's the first thing, read books. The second thing, if you have a little bit more budget, I would invest in courses, online courses. Again, there's plenty of online courses today. When I failed my first five years, the very first online course I took was a course called Earn 1K. I'm not sure if it's still available today. Okay. It was by Ramit Sethi. And the whole idea behind the course was how do you earn your first $1,000? Now, Ooh. at that time, I had already earned $1,000. But what Ramit taught in the, in the course was that if you earn $1,000, you can repeat it. But you got to learn how to do it the right way the first time so that <laughs> yeah. you can repeat it, right? Yeah. Business is just a system. Yeah. E-Myth teaches you, but that, teaches you that, but also uh, online courses teaches you that. And so that's what I would recommend. Get help. Just get other people. Try to find other people who are further along in the journey. Exactly. And, and ask them for help. And whether that means buying their book or it means buying their online course, that's what I would recommend. My book does not teach you how to get started, so <laughs> I wouldn't recommend buying my no. no. Book. It teaches people uh-huh. the roadmap, how they want to exactly. do business with you. Okay, that makes exactly. sense. It teaches the roadmap to telling your story, which okay. I think is another important part, right? If you're a filmmaker and you're really passionate about this, tell people your story. For a long time, I didn't tell people the story of Mrs. Donnelly helping me get started. But now I share that story all the time everywhere oh, okay. Yeah. so that people understand who they're meeting with. This guy that started his business at 17, he figured it out. Like he, He didn't give up, right? Yeah. That's so. The third thing I would recommend is to tell your story. Number one, buy a book. Okay. Number two, online course, or number three, tell your story. All three of those things together, though, will help you yeah. to take your business to the next level to help you to really live out your passion and your dreams.
0: Wow, that's awesome, man! I appreciate that, Jude. So, one final question: what What is in store for Jude Charles in the next five, ten years? Like, what's something? big something like you like man i, I have this it's, it's in my box right here secret is there and I, I want that can you share something like that with us yeah
1: absolutely uh so i'll give you a sneak peek at the fact that i will be retiring from video production in five years what? i've already begun to set that plan in motion um okay and it's going to be another business that i go into i won't reveal what the business is just yet but i'm building it now and okay the reason for that is I will have done at that point, I will have been in business doing video production for 20 years. Yeah. And I, and I love video production. I love storytelling, but I believe there's more in store. And so I don't want to just run the business and do video production. I want to challenge myself to do some other things. I burnt out in 2020 mm-hmm. doing video production. And I had always known that I wouldn't do video production forever. Yeah. Yeah. But now I had to take it seriously and begin to set a plan in motion to do something different. And that is what I'm getting ready to do. Um, okay. It's a five-year plan. So yeah. it's not going to happen tomorrow. But <laughs> I've already started to set things in motion. And that is what I'm looking at as the next five years. Slowly but surely, leaving video production and then jumping into a brand new business. Something I've never done before. But ah. it is going to be fun. And I believe that I will be able to be successful in that one too
0: that's awesome man well hey my prayers to you man a lot of thank success you. man Yeah, you're welcome man and thank you for being here once again man i i definitely uh gonna share all the links on the youtube video so if anyone you know watches this and want may want to work with you or not i i wish you the best there as well so thank you, thank you for being here man i appreciate it
1: thank you for having me angel it was definitely a fun conversation um it was yeah man. keep doing what you're doing too, inspiring young entrepreneurs man it's it's uh It's amazing to see. And I didn't have this growing up, so I love to see that you're doing it.
0: Exactly. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate that. Take care, man. Blessings to you and your family and your craft, your work, man. Good luck in everything you do, man.
1: All right. Thank you, Angel.
0: All right, man. You take care. All right, folks. So there you have it. Jude Charles, once again, I have all the information there, his website. I'm going to be sharing the audio download uh, shortly after we conclude here. So, guys, thank you again. Subscribe to the channel. Share uh, this content. Uh, send me a friend request. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and whatnot. And I'm gonna leave you with today's uh, scripture, which I one of my favorites. It's in Psalm 23. Came out today on the BibleGateway.com, and it says, "The Lord is my shepherd; I have everything I need. He lets me rest in fields of green grass and leads me to quiet pools of fresh water. He gives me new strength." He guides me in the right path. All right, folks. So there you have it. I hope you guys have a uh, rest of the evening a great one. Uh, have a great weekend. And I'll see you on the next podcast of the Young Entrepreneur Mindset Podcast. Take care and have a good one. God bless. Take care.